0: Good morning, my name is Felicia Hamilton and I will be your moderator for this session. Welcome to another lecture given by the Southfield members of the Southfield Michigan class. This is a school and not a church. Neither are we affiliated with any religious organization. This school is a nonprofit, non-denominational religious and scientific research organization dedicated to showing proof of the existence of Yahweh, our Elohim, and the operation of his eternal purpose, pattern, and plan operating throughout eternity to this present day. This school was established as a result of a divine vision and revelation given to our founder, Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. We hold classes in the United States, Canada, and certain other foreign countries the Southfield Michigan class was established in the year 1997. At this time, I would like to introduce you to the the Dean of the Southfield Michigan branch, Dr. Marvin Lewis. Our president is Dr. Edward Ewell and our vice president is Dr. Ronald Atkins. In this school, we use the true, correct and original name and title of the father, the word or son and the Holy Spirit which are contained in the original Hebrew text. The true name of the heavenly father is Yahweh. It has been improperly substituted by Lord. The true title of the word or son is Elohim. It has been improperly substituted by God. The name of the Holy Spirit manifested in or out of a physical body is Yahshua. It has been erroneously substituted by Jesus Christ. Lord and God are titles and not names. The Apostle Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, tells us in 1 Corinthians 8 and 5, that there are Lord's many and God's many, but we now know that each Lord must have a name, and each God must have a name also. Elohim is a title, but unlike Lord and God, Elohim is a divine title. That means Elohim is the title our creator chose for himself. Jesus is a name, but it is an erroneous name. A minor investigation on your part in a good dictionary or encyclopedia would prove that neither the Greek language, the Hebrew language, nor the Latin language had any characters or letters in their alphabet that would produce the sound that is made by this letter J. Neither was there a letter J in the English language until some 1400 years after the Messiah's death. Therefore, such names as Jesus and Jehovah are impossible renderings of the true and correct name of our Father and his Son. Christ is a title just like Lord and God. Yahweh is pure spirit, and in this state, he is incomprehensible and inscrutable. He is the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. We have Yahweh in his pure spirit state, symbolized on this chart as a cloud. Yahweh is not a cloud. He merely chose a cloud to symbolize himself because a cloud has no particular or descriptive shape and form. We have drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on the chart is within the cloud. In like manner, everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. Yahweh, knowing that man could not perceive of him in his pure spirit state, took on shape and took on form right within himself as Elohim. This is the word or son, a super being, that is, having the shape and form of a man, but without flesh and blood. This form can only be seen in divine visions and understood in divine revelations. Later on, this self same spirit manifested himself in a physical body and walked the earth plane as Yahshua the Messiah, whom the world calls Jesus Christ. Now, there is only one name given into salvation, and we must know that name. So, the simple yet intelligent question we must ask ourselves is what was the name of the Savior during the time he walked the earth plane? A further understanding of this name and title, may be had by reading the preface of the Holy Name Bible. Also in this school, we teach by the divine pattern of the universe. It is called the divine pattern because it is Yahweh's pattern. After Yahweh led the children of Israel out of Egypt, he called Moses atop Mount Sinai and showed him the tabernacle pattern in a vision. Yahweh instructed Moses to build one exactly like it in the wilderness of Sinai. The tabernacle pattern consists of a most holy place, a holy place, and a court roundabout. These three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. In this school, we show proof how that everything in the universe is made and operates according to the structure and function of this threefold tabernacle pattern and that absolutely nothing escapes the pattern. The primary aims and constitutional objectives are as follows. First, to help you find and know Yahweh our Elohim as he really is and actually exists. Second, to form a nucleus of universal brotherhood of humanity in Yahshua the Messiah without distinction of race, nationality, creed, sex, caste, or color. Third, to investigate the unexplained spirit law or so-called law of nature and the powers latent in man. Fourth, to encourage and promote the study of the scriptures, comparative religions, psychology, philosophy, and modern practical, and occult science. Fifth, to extirpate current superstitions, skepticisms, and ignorance. Sixth, to learn, know, and understand the operation of Yahweh's eternal purpose through the dispensations and ages. Seventh, to discern and avoid being deceived by Lucifer, the serpent, the devil, the dragon, or Satan and his demons, operating the mystery of iniquity on earth through the dispensations of time. Eighth, to earnestly contend for the common salvation and faith which was once delivered unto the sons or children of Yahweh. Ninth, to make known that Yahweh from the beginning ordained, there is no other name given among men whereby man can be saved, saving the name of Yahshua, the Messiah and ten to inherit eternal life now in the kingdom of Yahshua the Messiah with the hope of immortal glorification in the new earth state. Our watchword is peace and our slogan is speak the truth. At this time, we will have a prayer by Dr. Brandon Craig followed by scripture, which will be 1 Corinthians, the first chapter read by Dr. Dorian Lewis. Dr. Craig? I'd like to say good morning
1: class. Let's all bow our hearts and minds for a moment of prayer and give thanks to Heavenly Father Yahweh through the Son, Yahshua the Messiah. Thank you, Heavenly Father Yahweh, for giving us another opportunity to assemble in your name so that we may come to find and know you as you truly are and actually exist. And allow the speakers to come forth today to have the Holy Spirit in them to speak the truth. Uh, To the body to the edification of the body of Yahshua the Messiah And all these blessings in the name of Yahshua the Messiah. Let's say hallelujah Hallelujah Today's scripture reading will be first Corinthians the first chapter and I'll be reading from King James Excuse me the King James version substituting the true names where appropriate That's first Corinthians chapter 1 Paul called to be an apostle of Yahshua, the Messiah, through the will of Yahweh, and Sothenes, our brother, unto the assembly of Yahweh, which is at Corinth. To them that are sanctified in Yahshua, the Messiah, called to be saints, with all that are in every place, call upon the name of Yahshua, the Messiah, our Savior, both theirs and ours. Grace be unto you, and peace from Yahweh, our Father, and from the Savior, Yahshua, the Messiah. I thank my Elohim always on your behalf for the grace of Yahweh, which is given you by Yahshua the Messiah, that in everything ye are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of the Messiah was confirmed in you, so that ye come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our savior, Yahshua the Messiah, who shall also confirm you until the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of our Savior, Yahshua the Messiah. Yahweh is faithful, by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Yahshua the Messiah, our Savior. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of Yahshua the Messiah, that ye, speak all the, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I am of, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of the Messiah. Is the Messiah divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were ye baptized in the name of Paul? I thank Yahweh that I baptized none of you, but Crispus and Gaius, lest any lest any should say that I baptized in mine own name. And I baptized also the household of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptized any other. For the Messiah sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of the, lest the, cross of the Messiah should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved is the power of Yahweh. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not Elohim made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of Yahweh, the world by wisdom knew not Yahweh. And it pleased Yahweh by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign. And the greeks seek after wisdom but we preach the messiah crucified unto the jews a stumbling block and unto the greeks foolishness but unto them which are called both jews and greeks messiah the power of elohim and the wisdom of elohim because the foolishness of elohim is wiser than men and the weakness of elohim is stronger than men for ye see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty not many noble are called but yahweh hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and yahweh hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and things which are despised hath yahweh chosen yea things which are not to bring to naught things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence but of him are ye in Messiah. Excuse me, but of him are ye in Yahshua the Messiah, who of Yahweh is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That, according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in Yahweh. That was first Corinthians, the first chapter. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Dr. Craig, for that prayer, and Dr. Dorian Lewis for the scripture. Our scripture readers today will be myself, Felicia Hamilton, and Dr. Dorian Lewis. And today we're very pleased to have um, a special brother and a special guest with us from our Lansing, Michigan branch, Dr. David Underwood. And Dr. Underwood will be going through an explanation of the charts. And uh, we asked Dr. Underwood to do that because he he really has a lot of detail with the charts, and he he brings out things that some of us may not know. So um, with, um, with my pleasure, our pleasure is uh, we introduce Dr. David Underwood from our Lansing, Michigan branch, and we're going to turn the controls over to him. So Dr. Underwood.
2: And
3: good morning, brethren. Good morning. And you should be able to see the ages and dispensations chart. Yes, sir. And I sent you your request, Felicia. Thank you,
0: Dr. Underwood.
3: Well, thank you very much again for the invite. And the time frame that I have will not be enough to discuss the, all the charts. But we're gonna start, there's five basic charts that the Board of Trustees required or wanted schools to have. In Lansing, we set up with the ages and dispensations. Then we set up with the body tabernacle, then the Moses, the chart on the pattern and plan of salvation and the two covenants. So those are the five basic charts schools were basically asked to have to run a class. Now, when we look at the ages and dispensations chart, this chart is fundamental to just about every other chart that is in quote unquote, our arsenal to use in our tool chest. And we know that ages are Approximately 2,000 years, and we know we can go from the creative age down to the sixth and seventh ages to come. We have those seven ages as we have the seven dispensations. But what we have to understand is this everything th- that's in this tan color is all abiding within Yahweh, who is or or. Eternity. And it's important for us to rightly divide the word of truth. What was valid in one age may not be valid in the next age to come. And it's very important for us to know that. Now, what's interesting is, and just bear with me, you can see where I have taken plates from the 40 plate chart because the 40 plate chart is also showing forth the ages and dispensations. And it's important to be able to know and understand that as well. Now, bear with me for a half a second here. There we go. Now, this is another ages and dispensations chart. This is what they use in Green Bay. And you can see that there is information that can be very helpful to us about the months of the year and time and watches. And of course you have the cloud symbolizing eternity and cycles the seven years. Also, you have the information over here, which is sort of a chronological, which is very important for us to know something about Yahweh and how he operated down through the ages and dispensations. So that is basically, again, the Ages and Dispensations chart, one of the main charts. Now, this chart, as you well know, is man made in the image of Elohim by the pattern of the tabernacle. And it was uh, very enlightening this morning when Dr. Rita Tano from Accra, Ghana, had the opportunity to, to speak. And she ended up uh, Basically, showing us how uh, the most holy place here is as the cranial cavity. And that's why I like Zoom. You can't do this in a regular classroom. Right. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant is likened unto the brain, right? The Ten Commandment Law, you have the pituitary gland, you have that second veil, which is at the neck. I'll just put it to the neck. Then, of course, now you have the holy place, which takes you into uh, your chest region. You end up having uh, other vessels that I'm not speaking about. Then you have, of course, the first veil, which is gonna take you to your diaphragm area, which is basically here. And it's, it's, she really enjoys this. The man made by the image of his creator, and she has a Jehovah Witness background. Her sister, Jehovah Witness, his brother-in-law is a um, an elder or deacon in the church or whatever their official title is. Her her mother. And when she shared this information with her sister and her response was, oh, man can correlate anything. Well, yeah, man can correlate anything, but this is a chart that is divinely showing how your creator, their creator is operating. And of course, we end up having the numbers, the first step being the gate, the second step being that brazen altar of sin sacrifice or brazen altar of burnt offering. That third step here, of course, being the, the brazen labor, that fourth step being that door or the first veil, the fifth step, I'm just gonna come right down to being the holy place, that sixth step being that second veil. And then of course the seventh step being um, the most holy place. So Dr. Kinley also, let me see if I can get this back over this way. Dr. Kenley also, what's important in in his, he ends up having letters. He labels the most holy place A. He labels that second veil B. He labels the holy place C. He labels that first veil D, and that court roundabout. He labels as E. And he takes those letters and his correlations with other plates that's on the 40 plate chart or series number two to in his correlations. So, I'm trying to help folks to, to it's very important to understand A, B, C, D, and E. So, now let me see here if I can clear some of this information here. Now, as we look at the next series of just the same, you know, there's not too many variations for the body tabernacle. Um, there's sometimes, you know, the, the color, etc. cetera. But when we come to, to our Moses chart, What we have here is trying to show forth Yahweh's purpose and pattern and plan and operation. And we say within our moderation, and we have drawn this cloud all the way around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on this chart is within the chart or within the cloud. In like manner, everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. And that's what we have to understand that we abide within Yahweh or spirit. Very important for us to understand that. Now this chart, Something that you may or may not know. Let me see if I can get this. And Maybe I can do it with a little bit thicker at this point. We're going to try something. You see, I'm, I'm kind of drawing across. What does that kind of look like to somebody very poor drawing but it looks like what is called a skeleton key so this chart Mm -hmm. will help you to unlock some of the mysteries of yahweh that he will reveal to you if you can take this chart and just use it because remember Yahshua Messiah said, beginning at Moses. So, this is what we call the Moses chart, but it's called Elohim, the archetype, original pattern of the universe. It's Elohim, the archetype, divine pattern of the universe. There, there's Dr. Kinley has many various descriptions of Elohim that uh, we won't get into at this moment. But now looking at the chart here on the left side, it primarily deals with Moses here and the children of Israel coming out to Mount Sinai and Moses eventually going up to the Mount, having those 73 down here, Moses is seeing Elohim He's gonna see the tabernacle, intangible tabernacle pattern. Moses is gonna see that creation by the pattern. Moses is a witness to John that is on the Isle of Patmos so that they can confirm who's in the mist, which is Joshua the Messiah. This chart also can be looked at right through the middle, as being the migratory pattern. And you can see it has a court round about or outer court in the holy place. And you see right here, here's holy place, which is gonna be the wilderness of Sinai. And here at the burning bush, where you end up having Moses being told to take off thy shoes from off thy feet because where you stand is holy ground. Well the ground is not holy and the individuals who are there in the Middle East called Palestinians or Arabs who are fighting against the Jews over some physical natural land that they think is holy. Well Dr. Kinley I think and I probably will butcher the the idea but see where this bernie bush lies it lies within the holy place dr Kinley labeled this the holy place that's what makes what moses is standing on holy ground right and then of course what you end up having uh you had the 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 um red sea as that first veil this wilderness of sinai as i said being the holy place that River Jordan, of course, being that second veil. And then the most holy place as you see labeled here as being the promised land or Canaan land. Now, you can take this chart also, and you can uh, deal with the right hand side because this right here is going to be correlated with, what takes place here. Because what you have is you have the 70 chosen as you have the 70 elders. You have Peter, James, and John as you had Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu. You have Moses who's there with uh, shown to Peter, James, and John. Peter, uh, Moses, and John the Baptist were there witnessing with Yahshua the Messiah. And this is who this is here, the same one, the same Yahshua the Messiah. And there's a whole story about that. But now, what's interesting in this, as we go back to now, this chart is from Detroit. And as you look at it, What's interesting is you don't see any tabernacles directly around, I mean, tents around the tabernacle. Where in the Lansing, we do. Well, Lansing was a fairly new class in 1975. We started in 73, as you listen to the moderation. And in 75 was the Washington DC International Convention. And in that convention, Dr. Kinley uh, basically requested that schools put in the tents around the tabernacle, the tribes. Well, uh, Detroit, they did not, and they just went ahead and continued without um, putting the tents around there. Now, one other thing. Now, if you happen to look and and notice uh, this figure here, Elohim, it's not painted red. Matter of fact, on the Lansing's, it's not. He's not painted red either. There was a movement somewhere around the year two thousand. Before that, some that uh, Elohim is a red man, and it was a big push to have Elohim on the Moses chart to be painted red. Well, mm-hmm. what you have to understand is when Moses saw this embodiment, he saw an embodiment an embodiment in his clearness. And I'm sure you've heard Dr. Terry Welch of Lansing that says that that's the only time that that word is used that way in the scriptures. And when you look in the Strong's Concordance, it is brilliance, a body in his brilliance. Well, brilliance is not gonna be that red light or a red body. So anyway, just a little point there, um, doctrinally. So you end up having those tents around the tabernacle after 1975. Now what's interesting is you end up having, now this is another chart. This chart is the Ontario, California chart. And it's pretty well the same as what you see in Detroit and what you see in Lansing, Uh, you have, uh, the earth inundated in water over here, starting in the lower corner. And then you have the flood. And again, this is working down through the ages and dispensations. You have Joshua, Moses, and Aaron here in the tent. So these three charts are pretty well the same. However, when you start looking at this next one, it looks pretty well the same, doesn't it? You look at, oh, yeah, that's the Moses chart. Well, there's gonna be something that's a little bit different. See, this one now is gonna have Abraham and Isaac on it. Also, you're gonna end up having something that you don't see on many charts, which is Jonah. This is Jonah in the belly of the specially prepared fish very important to understand something about Jonah because Joshua said, there will be no sign but Jonah. And it's it's also important to understand a little bit about Abraham and Isaac because the people in that Jerusalem area, they're gonna claim descendants of being Abraham, the Jews and those Arabs. They're going to tra- the Arabs, are going the Arabs are gonna trace their seed back to Ishmael. And of course the Jews are gonna trace their seed back to Isaac and Abraham. So it's, this is the Green Bay chart here. Now, if you look at the next one here, whoop, hang on for a second. Ah, I missed one. This is the Albuquerque. Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And you do happen to see, they too end up having Abraham and Isaac. I mean, yep, Abraham and Isaac. But what's interested, here they have Moses slaying that Egyptian. You don't see that one very often on charts. And then you end up having, of course, again, Jonah. Very rare that you see Jonah on any plates. Now, if I had the opportunity, also you get to see the planets up here at the top. If I had the opportunity, I'll eventually get a copy of the Muskegon, Michigan Moses chart. Because that one is about the only one that I have seen that actually has the plagues. On the chart. And we know that the plagues are showing how Yahweh is executing judgment against that land that Israel served, Egypt. So uh, they have the plagues on it. Very, very. I, I'd love to be able to get that. One day we will. So now let me see here. We're going back to. Now this is the chart on the pattern and plan of salvation. And it's important for us to know that there is a pattern and plan of salvation. And we know that this is basically a threefold. It starts here with the circles. It starts over to the left-hand side here with eternity. And it goes all the way down to eternity and Yahweh's purpose is just running right on down. Now, what's also very interesting here is if we were to be able to do it, we're gonna go back up and you can take those circles that is showing Yahweh's purpose and pattern and plan and operation, you can take plates from the 40 plate chart, such as Theosophy, the Godhead, Cosmogony, and Chaosis. And you can, there you go. You can point where they are basically on the ages and dispensations chart. And then when you have the next, or the third circle, and you have to remember there's a dark circle and a light, a dark circle and a light, a dark circle and a light. Darkness he called night, and light he called day. So you basically have three days and three nights. So now you can see, if I were to blow it up, it starts. Of course, we have chaos or and chaotic. You have, of course, the fall of Adam. Well, I started here because it says creation finished. So you know you have the first day, the second day, third, all the way down through division between male and female, which is important because the division between male and female is part of that sixth day so then as you move along in that circle then you're going to have that right in this area here you're going to end up having of course the fall of adam and then you work across the circle then you're going to have noah the flood, preparation, entering the ark. You're gonna have Abraham and King Melchizedek. You're gonna have that law given. And then it says conception, birth and flight of Yash Messiah. So as we move along in the circles and the chart on the pattern of plan and salvation and the plates that are from Uh, the 40 plate chart and the ages and dispensations chart. Now we start having uh, Joshua's life. What took place? Well, he has the return and memorial Passover. You have baptism and ministry that took place during his lifetime. You had the miracles and transfiguration uh, that took place. And all of these that I just said are on the 40 plate chart. Then, of course, the key plate is going to be the crucifixion, burial, resurrection, and ascension plate uh, that all the plates before come up to, or point to, and then those afterwards reflect of. So, as I said, when I started with those ages and dispensations charts, that it is very important to, Understand and rightly divide the word of truth, and then they ages and dispensations fits with the other charts. So, let me just see here you've seen this that you end up having uh, various plates slotted in uh, onto the ages and dispensations now. What should we see here? We say that it was darkness from the fall of Adam. That's why we have that black background is showing night all the way down to Pentecost where now we can have the uh, glorious light of the knowledge of God's Messiah to shine in our heart by the preaching of the gospel. So it's nighttime now when we get into this fourth kingdom age or excuse me fourth present kingdom age then we can uh now be in the light or in the knowledge of yash the messiah now we also when we get there let me go ahead and just leave it there and just go on back so we have this uh top portion or circle then we come down to the plates and These plates here uh, have a corresponding plate on the 40 plate chart. And that was uh, one section. Now we end up having uh, a third section. So we have uh, these plates, they have their corresponding plates. And this uh, chart is my understanding. Dr. Kinley had it painted first and he used it for 14 years to preach from. And then he ends up having uh, the Moses chart uh, drawn. So there's a lot of history that I don't know in the order of the charts, but that's okay. It's being able to take the charts and being able to draw out the principles to show forth Yahshua the Messiah. So As we look at then going to the... If I can get back there, bear with me. So now this chart is from Green Bay as well. And as you can see, it's pretty well um, the same. As step four, what you notice here is right here, this is a strip. This is dealing with Abrahamic or Melchizedek priesthood. And this is basically the way the original chart on pattern of plan of salvation was drawn with, with that strip. And you notice that there are basically six plates across the top, and six plates across the bottom, and then when you go into the second volume of the textbook, uh, Doctor Kinley in his um, basically explaining about Bloodwater Spirit Forty, he ends up uh, using a plate, a chart like this one, versus what the Lansing uses let me see here, let me get, okay, let me come on down. Yeah, so in Lansing, as you can see, we have a full plate. We have a full plate of Abraham and King Melchizedek. All right, so we have that full plate there. Then we also have that full plate of Omega or Alpha Alpha or tau or ending. So it's not alpha, but tau and also ending. So we have full plates for in Lansing where they only have that strip back here and Green Bay that they use. And they don't, as you can see, have the Omega plate. And this is the Ontario, California um, chart on the pattern and plan of salvation. And they don't, as you can see, have titles to the plates, which to me is very important to um, know. You could go position, which would be the transgression plate, the NOAA preparation entering the ark plate two, Um, Plate three would be as the migratory pattern. Plate four, I think Dr. Kinley explains it that way in the second volume, uh, pages 43 through 45 thereof. Uh, This would be the interior pattern. Of course, plate five would be the baptism and ministry plate. Plate six would be see first John five, seven and eight or the unity of the spirit. Then we come down to the bottom left-hand corner. Then of course, we end up having um, plate uh, seven here, which would be the uh, crucifixion, burial, resurrection and ascension plate. Then of course, you end up having the Pentecost plate, which would be plate number eight. Then you would end up having the um, persecution plate, which would be plate number nine. Then, of course, you would have the Gentile conversion, a conversion of the Gentiles plate number uh, nine. I got myself off six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then, of course, you end up having the eschatology plate which is uh, important to know and understand. And then uh, that's the apostasy plate and then plate number 12 would end up with eschatology. So uh, it's interesting in taking the various charts and being able to work with them to see how, listen, I, 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 I probably can't pull it up There's been a letter that has uh, been sent out by Sharon Welch to various different individuals. It's a letter from Dr. Kinley, And it's right after the 1975 International Convention in Washington, DC, where he said basically, um, look, add what you can to the charts that will be helpful and to one for one to understand a, a, a poor paraphrase in other words some people they get a little unhappy because you i end up doing something like this well to me this is something you can't do in a classroom we say it all the time that it was night from Adam, all the way down to Yash, the Messiah. To me, this is trying to help one to understand something about Yahweh's purpose and pattern and plan of salvation. But some people would say, you're messing with Dr. Kinley's charts. Well, let me get off the soapbox. So, um, let me get back to here, get back to the other, okay. So. Here we have, as I said, the the chart on the pattern and plan of salvation. And again, in Lansing, Dr. Mixon, when he came, he came and we ended up with this full uh, Abraham and King Melchizedek plate. And since Dr. uh, Mixon came to Detroit first, I can only assume theirs is going to be basically the same. And then also Southfield, would basically be the same because Southfield in basically one way or another came from members of the Detroit class. So let me see here. Okay, let me get down. Okay, so let me get here. A Lot of maneuvering, isn't there? So now what we have is what we basically call the two covenants. Uh, Because we have the Old Covenant on the left. And I'll give an explanation of that. And then we have the New Covenant, which is on the right. And what this is showing is those cardinal ordinances were fulfilled, nailed to the cross, to Yahshua Messiah. With his death, burial, resurrection, and outpouring of the Holy Spirit, he has removed those carnal ways of worshiping his father, and brought them so that we could have that New Testament written in our heart and mind by the preaching of the gospel, where now we have a kingdom of Yahshua Messiah with spiritual sacrifices and the law of the spirit. So this is important to understand, and you can see where we're going from the Edenic transgression, and this is the only place right now that I know of that is Edenic because on the chart on the pattern and plan of salvation it's called transgression plate, and then when you go to the chart uh, 40 plate chart uh, that plate number 15 is called the Adamic transgression. So you have different perspectives or information. And then, of course, we have Noah and the flood. So we have basically this showing and ages and dispensations, these little four squares. And then, of course, when we come across uh, the cross into this present kingdom age, we end up having Pentecost to the Jews first. And then seven years later, as you see, we have, Uh, basically their Pentecost or the baptism, the Holy Spirit of promise to the believing Gentiles. So what we end up having next, I think, let me just get here. Now, I want to show this because again, note, Night signified the darkness or ignorance of the purpose of Yahweh. Where is he reading from? Well, you can go into the fourth volume of the textbook, page 69, and you can read this. It's just write a quote from it. And night signified darkness or ignorance of the purpose of Yahweh, which was present before the death, burial, and resurrection of the Messiah. So that's why it's dark. And the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, likewise, left side of the ship signified the same thing. So in other words, this, what the story is, is Joshua was asked uh, his apostles, have you caught any meat? Have you caught any fish? And they said, no, well, He said, now throw your net on the right side of the ship and they caught fish. And Dr. Kenley is making that explanation as when they were fishing on the left side, they were in night, they were in darkness. They were ignorant of the purpose and plan of Yahweh before Yahshua's death, burial and resurrection. But now we are able to be in the light and the knowledge. And as you look at, Bear with me, as you look at this chart, this chart on the pattern and plan of salvation, what do we have here? What we have here is a net. I want you to picture a net. This is a net, this is a net. And what you have to remember is in Matthew, the fourth chapter, Yash Messiah is beginning his ministry and he's, ends up going to his to john and james his brother and who are fishers and he says follow me and i will make you what fishers of men so that's why we use this chart on the pattern and plan of salvation because we are now fishers of men's souls and we're doing it in the light of Yahshua the Messiah. So what we have again is this chart uh, that we call the two covenants. Let me just go, let me just check here one second. Let me get over here. Now, this is another, this is from Green Bay. And you happen to see that here on the very more information on this chart, the two covenants. So those are the five basic charts that the Institute basically wanted classes to have from the elementary chart. If I can get myself back there. The chart on the ages and dispensations, body tabernacle, Moses, elementary, and two covenants. Those are the five basics. Now, there. if you have anything more than that, call it gravy. Call it great because you have more tools that you're able to use. Well, we have in our Lansing class, as you do there in Southfield, Uh, a 40 plate chart. And you know that you cannot exhaust the information that is on the 40 plate chart. But what I wanna point out, what we lose by just seeing this tan color, we lose the understanding that what we should be seeing is, is a fiery colored cloud. A fiery colored cloud, because we are still within Yahweh's purpose and pattern and plan. So that should be, to me, a fiery colored cloud for us to remember that we are in Yahweh or eternity. Now, this chart here is you know, to me, it's very easy to say series number two, 40 plate chart. Now, I'm going to ask those of you uh, a question. The question is, uh where's series number one. And I know that I'm preaching to the crowd, but you should be able to see here on the Moses chart, where it says series number one, right up here. So the Moses chart is series number one. And then when we end up getting to the first portion of this 40 plate chart, it's series number two. Now, what we have here, we call it the 40 plate chart. It was also at one time, the 40 foot chart because it was actually linearly 40 feet. And you don't find many classrooms that actually have 40 linear feet to be able to put a chart that long. Uh, the, The 40 plate chart in Lansing is in two sections. We go from plate one to plate 20. And then we go from plate 21 to plate 40. And those of you that have been in the Lansing class, it nearly takes up the whole back wall of our classroom. Mm -hmm. It takes up nearly the whole back wall of our classroom. And, uh, but this is a, again, this, as you can tell, when I went to the ages and dispensations chart, and the um, circles at the top of the chart on the pattern and plan of salvation, that's what Dr. Kenley has done. You can take these plates and place them within the ages and dispensations. So in other words, if we were to look at this chart, and I'm just gonna, this is, I, I, I'm, I, I, this is rough from here, down to the fifth day, down to basically here, all of that is taking place within eternity. And remember, this is according to Moses' vision, as seen by Moses in a vision. All of this is uh, when we get here, again, Elohim in theosophy, they're, they're, they're in eternity. They're in that um, outer ring of fiery cloud on the ages and dispensations chart. That's an eternity. Cosmogony is an eternity. Chaos is eternity. The days of creation are within eternity. I'm just basically saying that way. And when we, of course, we know that the angelic transgression is going to take place in heaven because there was that war in heaven. And we know that you're going to be partly in um, eternity until we get to that point of transgression. And then what do we say? As the world turns, then the soap operas stop start happening at that point at the transgression. so. <laughs> Then, as you can see on the next plate, which would be plate number 16, uh, now it says what it is, anti-diluvian, anti being before, diluvian being flood, apostasy means basically falling away from what one believed in. This is that beginning of that anti Deluvian apostasy. Well, actually, it would be all the way back here when they actually started to transgress, or if that makes sense. But then we're going to take those plates all the way on down with Noah preparation, I mean, the birth translation of Enoch and the, the Noah preparation entering the ark, the, the flood. And I'm just going to basically take it all the way down to here, all of that's in that um, antediluvian age. And you see the title of the chart uh, plate, beginning of post-diluvian. Well, it should actually be basically end of antediluvian age, and beginning of post-diluvian age. So now we're beginning to move in our ages here from the post-diluvian, I mean, anti-diluvian to the post-diluvian age. So as we end up moving to the next 20 plates on the 40 plate chart, now we're going to have basically all of these plates here from Noah's vineyard and his death all the way down to the miracles and transfiguration and all the way down I'm just going to basically put it here until we get to this point of Pentecost now with Pentecost we're going to be moving into this present kingdom age or the fourth age so this This chart is showing forth ages and dispensations. It's showing one, we should be able to detect, identify, and prove the existence of Yahweh. Well, what am I saying? Well, it's right there on the chart, proving the existence of Yahweh. You can take this chart and prove the existence of Yahweh. And that's what we do each and every class is prove the existence of Yahweh, how Yahweh exists. We take the very first aim to help you to find and know Yahweh Elohim as what? As he really is and actually exists. We take within our moderation. This school is dedicated to what? Showing proof of the existence of Yahweh. Dr. Kinley is showing us and proving to us and pointing out to us that there, yes, there is a Yahweh who exists, but you should be able to, as associates, not only detect, identify, and prove Yahweh, you should be able to detect, identify, and prove that satanic mystery of iniquity. And that's what we you can also do in this chart by going in and seeing, um, such as the angelic transgression. That's dealing with that mystery of iniquity. And as you look in here, you should be able to then also do what is called that Trace that mark of the beast. You should be able to start tracing that mark of the beast down to what Dr. Kinley calls his conclusion, which I just kind of call Birmingham or the lake of fire. And that's because they deny the power of Yahweh and Yahshua the Messiah. The power of transmutation, the power of resurrection. The devil can't do that. So we end up having this plate where you can trace that mark of the beast all the way down through. You can take, as I'll show here in a little bit, you can take that other chart and you can prove the existence and destruction of Satan and his demons through the dispensations and ages. And again, ages and dispensations are important for us to know and understand. Now, in Lansing, we have finally what we call the name chart. And this is not just a name chart. This upper portion up here in Lansing, and there also in Southfield, that's the, to me is the name chart. This bottom portion is page 31 of the first volume of the textbook, which is dealing with the unity of the spirit. And we know it's important to know the name Yahweh. We know we need to know the name Yahshua. Right. We need to understand the divine title Elohim. And there's hours of lectures that can be given on the name alone. So here in the bottom portion, again, it's a, most 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 classes don't have this chart. And when they get done, and Christ is a title just like Lord and God, right? Then they come down and they'll say something along the, uh, this line. Yahweh is pure spirit. And where do they go? They go right back to the Moses chart. That's because they don't have this showing forth, Yahweh is pure spirit. And in his pure spirit state, he is the source, the substance, the limits, and bounds of everything. Well, those of you that work Zoom, You can find those words right here on what we fondly call the green chart, which we'll get to. He is the source, the substance, the limits, and bounds of everything. We have drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on the chart. So here you could just trying to show how you can use the charts to help you to explain the moderation or show forth the points that you're bringing forth within the moderation. Now, let me see here. So we end up having our name charts. Now, you notice that on the Lansing name chart, we don't have on page 31 that these words, because these words are down the side coming from pure spirit through superincorporeal form into physical form. And then on the right side, return from physical form through superincorporeal form to pure spirit. So th- that, that is on the page 31. Now, when we come to, this chart is uh, used in Green Bay. It's also used in Arcport. I'm sure when you've seen Arcport, but this one also has uh, on the left-hand side, return trip coming from pure spirit through superincorporal form into physical form. And then we're getting down here to uh, uh, that return trip, as you can see that arrow which means from physical form, super corporate form to pure spirit. So this is another name chart. Then of course, we know that we have this name chart as well that adds in more explanation and detail about Yesu and Yeshua and and uh, Adonai and etc. breaks it down much more. Now I did have one more from... Southfield, but the, it was just too blurry. So I went ahead and unfortunately I took it out. Now, as we move, I, I've done 40 plate chart. Now, this is another 40 plate chart. This is from Ontario, California. This here is the uh, what is called the triple series. Uh, it, it, it basically is from Burbank Mitchell. And it says elementary chart number one and triple series. So that means we actually end up having two more charts. And there is on this chart plates that are not on the 40 plate charts because there will be 48 in the triple series where on the 40 plate there are 40. And there's going to end up being, you know what? Let me go back for a half a second. When you look at the title here on this 40 plate chart, we end up having Elohim, the divine pattern of the universe. On the 40 plate chart, it is divine pattern of the universe. Now it's Elohim who is the divine pattern of the universe, proving the existence of Yahweh. So that's what this chart is doing and manifesting his purpose. Now, a little bit more this on this 40 plate chart and plan of salvation. And there is a chart that we call the pattern and plan of salvation, but this is a purpose pattern and plan of salvation that we're working with being understood how by the physical creation through the dispensations and ages, which is something that is not on the regular 40 plate chart being the purpose and plan of salvation, being understood. Not on there. And how? By the physical creation, through the dispensations and ages. What? Witnessed by the law and the prophets, the law, the prophets, and the apostles. The law the prophets and the apostles. That's how we teach. So it's good to be able to see and understand other charts because they just add a little bit more information. Car. Everybody out there is picturing a car. Now I'm gonna eliminate some of you. Blue car. So those of you who thought green and purple and orange now you have been eliminated. But those of you that thought blue car, okay, now I'm gonna eliminate some more. I'm gonna have blue car, four door. Well, all of you that had two door, now you've been eliminated. So you're adding detail. And that's what some of these charts do is add some detail to them that some other charts don't. And these are our tools. And if you understand and how to use your tools, then hopefully you'll be able to get across what Yahweh has shown you to be able to deliver to those who are going to hopefully understand by his grace. So now going back to this triple series. Now you don't have, excuse me, you don't have on the 40 plate chart, a plate called yes, we do have a plate. My error. Let me go back. Let me go back. We do have a plate called Enoch because it's called Birth Translation of Enoch, and Cain was called the. Um, uh, antediluvian apostasy. Now plate number two as you can see and there's information at the very top that's very hard to read very hard to read. So we have a we have plates. we have plates such as Isaac. We don't have that on the 40 plate chart. We have a plate Jacob here on this triple series. We have a play called Joseph. And in there, they're showing forests in some shape, form, and fashion about Joshua's death, burial, and resurrection. We end up having a plate called Joshua, who is, is in the Bible is called Joshua. There's a plate called Saul. There's a play called David and Goliath. There's a plate called David. There's a plate called Solomon. These are prophets heavy, prophets heavy. There is a Daniel plate, prophets heavy. On the 40 plate chart this uh, in Lansing, it's not very prophets heavy, but the triple series is a little more prophets heavy. So now we're going to, go to the third let me see if i can get there to the third now we end up having some other this is the one i love above others is jonah because yashua messiah said there will be no sign but the sign of jonah then of course you're going to end up having uh, a betrayal and trial You're gonna have Yahweh's unity, which is, of course, is on the 40 plate chart that we normally see. We're gonna have, of course, we have the Jews and Gentiles Pentecost, but there's a plate, Paul. There's a plate, Peter, all right? There's our pattern, our migration. And then when you look at ending, as I said on the, omega plate plate uh, on the 40 plate chart on the chart and pattern and plan of salvation is called omega but it's also can be called ending and it also can be tau because that is the last letter of the hebrew alphabet but when you look at this plate the ending plate There's so much more information on it. Whoops, sorry there. So much more information on it. On the Omega plates, all it has is like uh, Revelation 1 and 20. But there's a lot more information that's on this triple series. Now, let me see here. Dr. See.
0: Underwood? Yes, I have, I have five a, minutes. No. Two minutes? No. What? I have a question. What, what's your question? So you know how on the um, the elementary chart that we have where we show the, the two men and we've always said that was the two men on the road um, to Emmaus after Yahshua was crucified and resurrected?
3: You're talking about? Oh, yeah,
0: talking I've about- been told that that's not what that's depicting.
3: Well, thank you very much for asking okay, that.
0: You, yeah, can you go ahead?
3: Okay. Well, as we as we can, let me zoom out. Let me just. I I, I let me go here. I'm going to go to the 40 plate chart. All right. Nope, it doesn't show it as well there. Let me go I think back. You have up. It on the green yeah,
0: band yeah. that you had, right? Pardon. I think you have it on the Green Bay one that you had. That's what that's what made me ask the question. One oh, the Green,
3: the Green Bay, Bay one. one? Just I a minute. So. Let me go. Let me. Let me. Let me see if I can get myself back there. Go there. And well, it's supposed to be Peter and someone, right? Well, let me. Let me. Let me. Hang on. Bear with me. Bear with me. Uh okay let me see here let me see let me get there bear with me there we go so you're this is green bay and this is what you're talking about here
0: yeah it it was the other one but it is so i you know we've always told it was them you know on the road to mass but i recently heard and it made sense that it was the jews fleeing persecution and and
3: that is true let's let's look at this um okay. briefly here. It, yes, thank you. All right. Bear bear with me here. All right. Timeline. We know that the persecution started at the stoning of Stephen. And that's in your book. They were scattered upon the stoning of Stephen. We know that the stoning of Stephen was some time after the day of Pentecost. So this is the day of Pentecost here. Let me see, let me, let me. This is the day of Pentecost here, correct? Hmm? Now the two men that are walking to Emmaus, was that before the day of Pentecost or after the day of Pentecost or on the day of Pentecost? The two men that were walking on the way to Emmaus that you read in Luke the 24th chapter. And basically we normally read verse 25, 24, 25 thereof. So when did that take place? that took place before the day of Pentecost because Joshua Messiah had not poured out the Holy Spirit of promise until we get into Acts, what, the second chapter? Mm-hmm. So we, I think what had happened over the years, because I, 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 I know I have done this myself, is we're looking for two men so we attribute those two men as being the two men that were walking on the way to Emmaus when, in fact, truly that event of traveling to, on the road to Emmaus took place during Yahshua's 40 days of appearances which is before he ascended and before he outpoured the Holy Spirit. And we see that this plate should be the persecution plate. So therefore, it is two individuals that are being uh, dispersed. Mm -hmm. So now I've never heard specifically who people had called them because we know it can't be Peter or the Apostles. And it can't be them because they were told to do what by Yahshua? Carry ye here in Jerusalem, correct? Until you be endued with the Holy Spirit and with power, right? So they had to stay, the apostles had to stay there in Jerusalem. So the persecution and the dispersion the scattering of the Jews took place after this event down here at the bottom, which is, come on, something's in my way. Let me see if I can clear. That took place upon, gosh, you see that that
0: toolbar you know to that's in the way. Let me. That's me, Doctor Underwood, because I raised Whoa. my hand.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. So let, let me, me see, if I, let's see if I see. Okay, you can erase that. I can't. So that's the stoning of Stephen. Right. So the persecution is upon the stoning of Stephen, and we know that this is an upward operating plate as well. So does that help? it it does yes okay good Mm -hmm. good good so let me see i was down a little bit further Mm -hmm. on the green bay triple series chart triple series yeah come back up so um as i said uh of course having these if any of you ever went to what is called Camp when Vanderkamp was being held for about 10 years, uh, they ended up having this triple series displayed. Now uh, you think the 40 plate chart is pretty difficult and getting up in one's classroom. You can imagine having this triple series with 16 plates on each one of them to make a total of 48 plates fit in your classroom. And I think uh, Syracuse, uh, if you if they if they show YouTube, you may be able to see the triple series uh, displayed because I think they put them up in the regular classroom now. Uh, if you happen to go to Green Bay and you wanted to use the triple series, you could say, uh, could you let them down? So what that means is they put these three plates on two uh, electric uh, letdown mechanisms and they can roll them down so they can ha- have room for their regular charts or use more regularly. I find that very ingenious to be able to do that. So now, as we move along here, let me see what comes up next. Now, of course, we have the the two mysteries. And as you can see, there's one vision. And that one vision is gonna lead one to a revelation in life and righteousness and meaning you're now going to be the bride of Yashua the Messiah. Where you have a vision that leads to a delusion and death and iniquity, and you are then the bride of Satan, which you were before you walked in, sat down, and Yahshua the Messiah started opening up your heart and mind to the understanding of his purpose and pattern and plan of salvation that's been operating down through the ages and dispensations. So, this is a Burbank Mitchell drawing chart, as the green chart that we'll be coming to is a Burbank Mitchell chart. Uh, There will be a couple of more that are are attributed to um, Burbank Mitchell. Now, when we talk about Moses and uh, him and that rod, this would be a great place to come right here. There is Moses and his rod and his sheep and you have Janies and Jamborees who are uh, down below there. Uh, So this is a great place to come and you can see their serpents are now going to be uh, devoured by uh, the one that Moses put forth. Now there's this green chart. Again, as I said, it's a Burbank Mitchell chart. Uh, We can end up seeing uh, it is the creator imaged by his creation. And again, you to me, you can't have a creation without having a creator. Uh, you know, it just boggles my head. If anybody who's an atheist and said something about a creation, then I'm going to have to ask them, well, then, if you have a creation, then you need to or, uh, tell them you must have a creator. And so you have Yahweh, Elohim, and Yahshua. So... Again, it's, it's, it's um, anatomy in here. You have the bone structures that you see here on the left-hand side. And there's plenty of correlations, such as a backbone being basically 33 vertebrae, showing forth that Yashem Messiah is gonna be living for 33 years. You have this clavicle here, and you have the sternum and xiphoid process. Uh, This looks like a cross. Of course, you have the rib cage where you have the 12 ribs of one, 12 ribs of another. So you have 12 tribes of Israel, 12 apostles and Of course, we know that there's a birth by the pattern. There were many of you that came to Lansing when Dr. Felicia Hamilton, Felicia Hamilton, Alicia Key of uh, Southside Chicago did a three-day lecture of birth by the pattern. And it's still on the Lansing site for those of you that would be interested in knowing something more about the birth by the pattern as she did a fetal heart uh, lecture here at the Lansing barbecue. And then of course you have over here, the, uh, uh, we end up having the uh, cranial nerves. Uh, and of course, we understand that uh, there are 12 cranial nerves, and there's one that basically leaves the cranium and goes on down and uh, innervates, the innervates, if that's the correct word, the, uh, it's called the vagus nerve. And vagus means what? Wanderer. Then of course, we end up having the basic nervous system here, starting with the uh, brain, uh, then you have the uh, spinal cord uh, with, that's encased in your vertebral column. And then there is the uh, peripheral nerves. So it's a basic one, two, three pattern. And I haven't stressed a lot about the threefoldness of these charts, but they're there. Then of course, you end up having then, uh, Another green chart. Uh, This one here, uh, Debbie Hall, who is in Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee. And I think also Lloyd Lawless was in Ontario at the time. Uh, They ended up uh, putting this one together. And, There's a little bit more information, again, when you look at one or two. One or two. Not many people have two, but that's all right. The information is there that helps one to learn something about the purpose and pattern and plan of Yahweh. So, now as we have this chart, everybody knows this chart as the Daniel chart. But remember, detect, identify, and prove the existence of Yahweh, the satanic mystery of iniquity, and trace that mark of the beast down to its conclusion, which is Burning Ham or eschatology or the lake of fire. So, again, this plate here, this chart here, is basically going to be. A read down, read across, and read up. And it's going to start with that degeneration of the first man, Adam, and how he is driven out of that garden. And then we end up having that old serpent, that mystery of iniquity, as we see. Coming on along down through, and you can take plates because there's that. Excuse me. There is that plate that deals with Cain. You can put that right there. You can put here. Uh, of course, you would have the flood in there and Noah. Um, birth translation of Enoch in there. Then of course you end up having after the flood 101. Years years, you're going to end up having that Tower of Babel. And talking about history, most people's eyes turn up in their head. And um, same thing with math. But again, it's pretty simple to read degeneration of first man adam you have that satanic mystery coming out you have those mysteries operating down through you the ages and stations. and all you have to do is take this these beasts correlate with those kingdoms that daniel interpreted to nebuchadnezzar they're right they're 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 Okay, so, so, so that's all you have to do and is, is, is correlate them. But the important point is, we end up having Yahshua's death, burial and resurrection. That is the important part of the whole point. Boy, folks, let me get my right tool here. So this is what we're looking for is the regeneration in the second Adam. In other words, we have Yashima Messiah who is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's a difference that is on the um, chart on the pattern of plan of salvation. It has that strip of the way, the truth, and the life versus plate number thirty. Eight, I think it is on the 40 plate chart where it does not show the way, the truth and the life. But Joshua is that way, the truth and the life. So now as we move along here, we have again, another uh, Daniel chart. And this one is from Ontario, California. And uh, you can see at the very bottom that information there is right out of the textbook um, itself in the fourth volume, this chart looking from right to left. And that's how I explained it. I I started here on the uh, right side and then I went down. And then I read left and then I read up. So this is an explanation here typed out for you. It's right in the fourth volume of the textbook uh, that gives a better explanation than what I have given about this Daniel chart. So now let me just see here. Now this here again is the Ontario chart. California 40 plate chart that is now in plates of five. And I'm just going to go through them because this way you have a chance to see a little bit closer up. Now, um, here you see that they call this plate number one, supernal nature of Yahweh Elohim, which on the Lansing chart 40 plate chart it would be basically plate number three plate number three pattern would end up being plate number one now folks uh, i'm sure those of that that uh, use supernal nature of yahweh elohim as the first plate could give you a better explanation of why they do what they do. And my explanation would basically be, you gotta have that pattern to understand about the supernal nature of Yahweh. And that's about as simple as I would put it. So now you can see that uh, uh, the plates, you can see them a little bit closer. Uh, There are some, here they have uh, plate 19, the antediluvian age ended by flood. They have that in that point where I would end up having the antediluvian age being ended basically uh, over here once you it, base 20A, remember A, B, C, D and E when Yahweh made that covenant with Noah, but yeah, Half dozen, one, two dozen, another. These are only drawings helping one to understand ages and dispensations, to understand Yahweh's purpose and pattern and plan of salvation. So they're charts. they 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 you know not everything is you can put right to the dot. So um, there's another plate here. Uh, they call it. Uh, record in heaven and witness on earth, verses C, 1 John 5, 7, and 8, that uh, plate number 36, uh, basically, again, uh, unity of the spirit, record in heaven, witness on earth, and then they call plate 40, Yahweh Elohim, holy of holies, and that's what sanctum of sanctorums is, uh, holies of holies, so now this is Lansing's of course, uh, broken down into individual plates, five plates two. To, and I have my notes, I, I, I'm getting older and sometimes I'm not remembering everything that I would like to say, but if I have it there to trigger, then uh, that's what I'll use. And we go through the 40 plate charts as uh, quickly as we can as we're running out of time here. But now we end up having this chart. Now, this is one I have not really ever worked with before. Uh, The Lansing, uh, excuse me, Detroit class. This is where I uh, first saw this chart. This is again, a Burbank Mitchell chart. He was the Dean of the state of New York. Uh also he was a board of trustee member, and he was also the dean of the eastern region. And but it's, again it's a it's a chart as you look at it. There's the old night, that's the that left side, and it talks about testaments. Well, that's the old testament, and new day would be like the new testament. And here you see a heart with carnal ordinances. That's why you have liars and hell and ignorance and envy and carnal mind and et cetera, uncircumcised, unruly, vain. You see all those words that are there. Well, we know that Yahshua Messiah, he came in. He came in to put an end to that old night and bring us into that new day by the preaching of the gospel of Yahshua messiah which is his death his burial and resurrection and that's what he has done in qualifying his associates to be able to detect identify and prove the existence of yahweh the satanic mystery of mystery, and to trace that mark of the beast and you can't do that unless you have that new heart new mind you have that love the spirit of mind life truth obedient humble stable all right and so you th- that's basically what that chart is about and then of course you have pagan and papal Rome and we know when we look back on plate 26 of the uh, Forty plate chart series number two. Uh, it deals with that image of pagan and papal Rome. When we look at the uh, Daniel chart, it's dealing with pagan and papal Rome as well. And again, you have circumcision versus uncircumcision. So that's a little bit about the brain chart. I now move. Moving...
0: A... Yes. Sorry. Right. Another question. Yes. What are those two figures on either side of the Messiah? Is that Moses? Um, I, I've never,
3: as I said, I have not uh, what's the word, uh, had a lot of dealings or seen many people, but I could dare say I can put it one. Is Joshua Messiah walking down through the ages and dispensations? As a possibility. Uh, it could be Moses uh, because he's seeing from uh, Adam all the way down to Pentecost. So that's I. I, I, I as I said, I, I have not been around anyone who has really uh, worked on this chart because we don't have it in Lansing, and 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 normally those who are in uh, New York and um, Green Bay and potentially out there in Oceanside, California. Now, just to let you know, uh, back in 1967, when Dr. Mixon and also Burbank Mitchell uh, were basically going back Michigan for Dr. Mixon, New York State for Burbank Mitchell, Uh, Mickey spent a lot of time going over and supporting Burbank Mitchell. So I would assume, therefore, that's why Detroit got this brain chart is because of that association between Dr. Mixon and Dr. Mitchell. Only my assumption. I I, I don't know the history of how Detroit really did get it, but that'd be my assumption. Would have to be something along that line. So now this is, again, another Burbank-Mitchell chart. It is basically a cloud of witnesses. And uh, there's a lot of information on this chart, as you can tell. Lots of information. But what has Dr. Burbank Mitchell was always good in taking the physical to show forth the spiritual. And that's what he has on here. You can see wind and being broken down, temperature and being broken down by the pattern, precipitation being broken down by the pattern, moisture being broken down by the pattern, pressure being broken down by the pattern, cloudiness being broken down by the pattern. You have the, as you recognize the lungs and the heart, and other organs, the eye and joints, et cetera. You have the sun and the cosmic uh, and gamma. Now, if you wanted to know more about that, we'll get to that in just a minute, but I'll, no, actually I'll say it now. What you have is um, uh, a pamphlet. Matter of fact, let me see if I can get there real quick. I don't know if I, let me go here. That's, come on. Bear with me for a half a second. I know. I, I know I can get there. Here we go. Uh, let me come. Pamphlets. It is this pamphlet here. It is the pamphlet universe by the pattern. Uh, this is what is now going to be gone through, in the international harness hearted truth seekers of the Messiah, that is from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock Tuesdays through Saturday, Uh, they'll start they've started on it. But this is a pamphlet that was um, uh, I'll just call it written by June Gill of um, Springfield, Ohio, and all of you know, Dr. Gill. And so Uh, She takes and lines up the uh, planets by the pattern. She takes uh, uh, visible light and and how it breaks through in a prism, how you end up having the cloud or Yahweh and Yahshua is that prism. And then you have the days of creation. So you can go in and read that uh, universe by the pattern. and that's what this is doctor yeah, she talks about the cosmic uh, rays and folks there's so much information to 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 preach on you have no lack now this is another chart that i have not had the opportunity to have Benny preach on but this is an ontario california chart and of course you've heard that phrase the e- Dr. Kenley said Yahweh couldn't do anything with that egotistical misdirected personality. So that was developed by probably Joe Williams and also Will Williams. I'm not quite sure exactly the whole situation but it is uh, developed by the Ontario class. And you can see, of course, the law of the spirit which is those who are obedient to Yahshua Messiah versus the science of mind, where you're gonna have, of course, carnality and changeable and morals and temporal and corruptible and mortality, etc. cetera. So you have the side that, it's just just like on the two mysteries, the two mysteries chart. The Ayah Asher Ayah chart is another way to call it. So on the, this side you have righteousness and on the other side you have, of course, the uh, unrighteousness. Now this chart here uh, is a chart that you will not find probably hung up in, in anyone's class that I know of. Uh, Dr. LeJune Gill uh, basically drew a chart that is like this. Dr. Jeffrey Simmons of Springfield uh, repainted it. So, this is the Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons version of the heavens declare the glory of Yahweh chart. And uh, Dr. Bernie Villanueva is supposed to be procuring somehow, some way, the original. La Gill drawn chart. And once he gets that one, he will uh, get it distributed to various folks. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, if people were afraid of the 40 plate chart, I would have to say, I, 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 I don't know where to begin on this one there's so much that's on it that I'm just not familiar with. I know that, um, uh, let me see, down here you have nine planet systems. Well, when you um, end up, let me see if I can, uh, yep, there we go.
1: Dr. Underwood, you, you have five minutes. Five
3: minutes, wow, that went fast. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, you see down at the very bottom, here uh, on the front of the, those are those planet symbols. Somehow, some way, they incorporate. I haven't looked at them that closely, but I'm sh- that. I, that's what I'm understanding is there's that uh, uh, those planet symbols as you kind of look at them, and then of course you have cloud types, and that's what's on the Cloud of Witnesses chart. You have. Uh, Climate types, that's on the uh, cloud of witnesses chart. Types of precipitation, that's on the cloud of witnesses chart. Yeah, you end up having, of course, the zodiac signs that are there. So, folks, what's in the mist? The tabernacle pattern. Right. So, So now, let me see here. I think, okay, we recognize all of that. Now, I apologize that it's uh, that way, but let me get down to it this way. So again, this is a scale drawing. Not many are gonna have this because it was drawn by uh, the Papa and Mama of uh, Brandon Craig, the Andy and Sue Craig of uh, the Lansing branch. Uh, I'm going to give credit to both of them because I don't know all who did what, when and how. But obviously, having an understanding of the dimensions of the tabernacle, dimensions of vessels will help you to further understand the purpose and plan of Yahweh. For an example, if we end up having the third step, which comes to the labor, and we go from the door up to the laver, then you know what, ladies and gentlemen, this is just utterly, utterly, utterly fantastic. Because what we have here is from the door to the laver is 46 feet. Can you read that? Can you see it? The, the red on yeah, the orange? I can see it. Mm-hmm. You can see it well enough? Yeah. Good, so now when you multiply that by 12, because there's how many inches in a foot is 12 and you're gonna get the number of 552. Now, what step is the labor? It's the third step. And the labor would be likened to what happened with Noah a flood. So if we were to take this number three, which is the third step, and we were to multiply that out of 16, 16, Oh, it. Whoa, what am I doing? Six, 15, thank you very much. And here, 56 what is 1656 ladies and gentlemen that's the way uh, divine vision and divine revelation works because right down here at the very bottom the time between um adam and the flood is 1656 years and there we took the numbers in the tabernacle. And I said, if you can take what's in the tabernacle, you can understand something about Yahweh's purpose and pattern and plan of salvation. So hopefully something's been said that has peaked your interest to use the tools. And you can't use the tools unless you know what's on the tools or how to use the tools. Right. And, and, and Dr. Kinley, read the textbooks, read the pamphlets, watch those who demonstrate the ability to work with the charts. And, uh, Take the best of what they do in showing forth the principles that they're trying to bring out. And always remember this, whenever a speaker is on the floor, think to yourself, where can I point? Where can I point? Right. Where can I point? Where can I point? Because the thing about it is, if you do that, then you're becoming familiar with the charts. You're taking the principles off the chart and you're incorporating them in you. Is that making sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
3: hope so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 hopefully it was straightforward enough You know that there's more that could have been talked about and explained, but I hopefully brought in some charts that that maybe you just had never been. um, Familiar with like the cloud of witnesses, the egotistical misdirected personality, the cloud of witnesses, the brain chart the triple series chart the Ontario charts. Uh, So hopefully. Hopefully, uh, this has spurred your interest and ladies and gentlemen, I have no trouble uh, sharing this material with you. Now you can understand that this material is quite large, a file, but I, I've shared it with others, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I can share it with you. Uh, this is one of the handouts, this, these 64, uh, I call them just 64 charts uh, at the barbecue. It weighs about four pounds and something. So, so, so it's not light. But it's plenty of material that you can look through to help you to learn, know, and understand something about Yahweh, and then to share it with another. So peace, love, and Yahshua, and thank you for the invite, and I'm going to turn control back
0: to the host. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Dr. Underwood. I really enjoyed that, and I hope um, that that was helpful to our members as you know, there was a lot of things about the charts that I didn't know. So we really appreciate Dr. Underwood uh, coming out today. And uh, we'll actually have uh, two announcements that will, one announcement that we'll make prior to class and one after the recording has ended. Um, And the one prior to us ending, Dr. Edward Ewell, would you like to give an update on the class meeting in person? Dr. Yu, you may be on on
2: Okay, I had to unmute. Okay. Yeah, August 22nd, uh, we've already secured a building facility, which is the Beach Woods uh, Rec Center. That's uh, right north of 8 Mile on Beach. It'll be on the east side of the street. It's a big park, a golf course, runs all the way down to the fire station on nine mile and beach, but the, you can go in and, uh, we have it secured from 10 to two on that date. And this is a trial uh, we don't know exactly how many that are coming out, but we will be forwarding out email with the exact address for those that may be coming from far off. Lansing. Okay, well that'll be <laughs> that'll be forthcoming uh, and, and announced uh, probably in one of our next couple of sessions um, the public relations I believe or secretary is putting together all of the information for the actual event. So we have secured it and again we'll be there from 10 11 12 one two for those four hours and, The class will be from 11 to one actual time of the class. That's about all I can report at this time. And uh, everyone is invited. And um, again, we wanna see what back in contact. We do have some basic rules that are consistent with the CDC and the uh, state health department's rule on masking, spacing, and uh, we want to make sure that if anyone that hasn't had a uh, vaccine, uh, they'd be honest about it. And uh, we are not going to allow anyone that hasn't had a vaccine to attend those for the safety of all members that will be attending. So that's about all I can report on that.
0: Thank you, Dr. Yule. We we'll appreciate it, and as he said, there will be an email forthcoming. And uh, please stay on after the recording has ended for uh, uh, another announcement. We once again we hold our classes here on Zoom on Sundays from 11:30 to 11:30 a.m. to 1:30 p.m. and on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6:30 uh, p.m. to 8:30 p.m. We, we want to thank our visitor for giving us that dissertation, and we hope everyone enjoyed it and will come back soon. We'll now have doxology, which is taken from the last two verses from the book of Jude. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you fallless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise Elohim, our Savior, through Yahshua the Messiah, our Sovereign, belong glory and majesty, dominion and power, both before all time, now and ever, let us all say hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.